The word of the Lord to us in the month of November is healing wings. Healing in his wings. That's the word of the Lord to us. Precious Holy Ghost, we receive illumination by your spirit. Teach us and change us. Let Jesus alone be glorified. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Malachi chapter 4. Malachi happens to be the last book in the Old Testament. In our canonized Bible. I want to specially greet everyone who is with us today. Seeing a lot of pleasantly surprising faces in the room. Some people came to surprise me today and I'm surprised. The Spirit of God didn't tell me we are coming. Just in case you are scared. He didn't tell me. So I'm pleasantly surprised. It's good to see your faces. And it's good for you to be here. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Are you ready for the word? And for those watching online too, I see you. I want to welcome you to KICC. This is Kingsway International Christian Center here in the GTA where we are. And all right. Praise God. Malachi chapter 4. Are you there? Malachi chapter 4. Malachi happens to be the last book in the Old Testament in the way our Bibles are nominally arranged. And also chapter 4, if I'm right, happens to be the last chapter. Am I correct? And that chapter has six verses. If I'm right, is my Bible a normal Bible? Or is it a different one? So Malachi chapter 4, Malachi chapter 4, our theme is from verse 2. But I'm going to read verse 1 all the way to verse 3. Is that fine? And that's literally half the chapter. It says, For behold, please, I want you to open your heart. Today's teaching is the kind of teaching that I could do in children's church and they will be blessed. I could do it in teens' church and they will be blessed. I could do it with the royals and they will be blessed. I could do it in a main service like this and you will be blessed. And I could do today's teaching in a school of prophets and they will be blessed. What I'm saying is there are many layers to the word this morning. And I want you to open up your heart so that you can hear at the highest level that the Spirit of God is speaking to us. Selah. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, all who do wickedly will be stubble. And the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, that will leave them neither root nor branch. Is that in your Bible? So this is complete, total judgment, annihilation. It is a prophetic pointer to the end of the age. But part of what happens in that season, part of what happens in the end times is that there is a but. Somebody say but. Oh my, we've gotten into it already. Somebody say but. So there might be burnings and there might be judgments and there might be earthquakes and there might be pestilences and there might be destructions and there might be recessions and there might be interest rates risings and all sorts. It says... But to you, uh, I'm hoping somebody can receive God's word this morning. But to you, who fear my name, it says something very interestingly weird. The son of righteousness. Now, this is not S-O-N. 
this is S-U-N. The S-U-N, even though before you, you, you move too fast, it just guides you and puts it in caps. So you just know this is, this is not... Mm-hmm. It says, the sun of righteousness shall arise. Oh boy. With healing in his wings. And you shall go out. Uh-uh. Why shouldn't he arise and you know just show me some 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 healing? It says is arising will trigger something in you. Now you can go out. Do you know what it means to go out? And you will grow fat like stall-fed cows. Verse 3 says, You will maintain this victory. Please follow. You will trample the wicked. It's a part of what the but you will do in the end time is they must understand warfare as the tool that maintains their healing. You will trample the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet. But that you will not trample them, you are joking. On the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts. Somebody say, Glory to God. Somebody say, glory to God. If they can put Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 11 on our screen. This is a verse we've been talking about a lot at the midweek service. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles. I want to talk a bit about the wiles. Somebody say wiles. Somebody say wiles. Can they give it to us in the New Living Translation? That you might be able to stand against all the strategies. Strategies. Another version says schemes. Deceitful, cunning schemes of the devil. That is is what is throwing against the believer today. Why am I saying this? Especially in a ministry like this, where at the life class we are teaching LV living and we are teaching all these principles. We have an adversary that will knock on your door with a package of sickness and will convince you to sign for it because you didn't sleep well. You don't understand? Hello? You, you, you didn't get it. It's going to convince you that you can accept this. Was it not your, in your church? Was it not your pastor that said diet, food? What did you have for breakfast? You, you say what you had. What did you have for lunch? He said, which one of those honors God's temple? Ah, Take, take, take your package, sickness. Take it. Can you see what's going on? So, if we don't begin to tell you that healing, you know, there was a clip from the part one of life class on the seven pillars that kind of went, I can't say went viral, but the post share went far, further than normal. Can I say that? Where it was said that healing is the children's bread. But that health, and we're living in divine health. You know, the devil likes that kind of truth. It is truth. But with every truth comes the potential for corruption. And out of it can come a lie that will sustain bondage. So you can say, well, your pastor said healing is for children. Are you a child? Are you a mature, right? So for the mature is health. But where is the health? And I want you to see really what is going on in the end times. That there is a son of righteousness that will arise with healing in his wings. And then he gives you the ability and the capacity to go out without fear. To thrive without fear. To flourish without fear. Somebody say glory to God. 
I love the way verse 2 begins. It says, but unto you, unto you. The big question now is where is sickness from? If in the month of November, and please I want you to stay sensitive. Even as the word is coming, infirmities and afflictions will be packing their bags and leaving your body, leaving your mind, leaving your families in the name of Jesus. Where is sickness from? By God's grace, it's not the person standing before you knows one or two things about disease. Spent a couple of years learning it. A few, a few, a few minutes actually. About ten years, you know, learning one or two things about where sickness comes from. I can give you the long answer or the short answer. Hello. So, if I want to give you the long answer, we will talk about genetics. We will talk about infections. We will talk about everything we want to talk about. That's the long answer. This, there is a short answer. And that short answer is what I want you, the believer, to know. Hello? Are we still in church this morning? Are you sure? Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. I want to show it to you. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. What did Jesus do? He went about doing good. What is good? Healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. One of the ways we have quoted this, and I'm not saying it is wrong. Healing all those who were sick and delivering those who were oppressed. We created two groups for what was actually one group. Uh, am I in the right church this morning? So, what it says, what the anointing does is the, the anointing creates one group. Oppressed, you're in this group. Sick, you're in this group. What the anointing can do is it can break the yoke. Yeah. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. You might not see it yet. So, let's go to Luke chapter 11. This is another scripture I know you know, but I've prayed for you that light will dawn. And you will see it. You will see it. Jesus here just healed a man in typical fashion of the Pharisees. They had come to judge him. Who gave you the authority? Why are you doing what you're doing? You're using the power of Beelzebub to do all these miracles. So if they can give us Luke 11. Let's read from verse 20 to verse 22 together. Jesus says, if I cast out demons with the finger of God. Surely, somebody say surely. surely. The kingdom of God has come upon you. The kingdom of God has come upon you. I'm going to say it two more times until he sinks in. If I can use the finger of God, I can leverage the power of God to bring healings, to bring deliverance. Surely, the kingdom of God has come upon you. And in the same breath, Jesus begins to talk about a strong man. He says when a strong man is fully armed and guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. He says, but when a stronger than he comes upon him, please, please don't miss Jesus here. Jesus says, if, I, if I'm doing this with the power of God, the kingdom of God has come upon you. So he's telling us now about a strong man 
And he's talking about coming upon him. Please pay attention. Jesus is deliberate about what he's saying. He's saying that there are two levels to dealing with a strong man. One is you come upon him. The other one is that you overtake him. Hello. Are you still in church this morning? It says for you to be able to take all and divide spoil. It's not enough for you to come upon him. You must overtake. Somebody say overtake. Somebody say overtake. Somebody say overtake. So PD, how, how is this connected to the son of righteousness? How is this connected to healing? I want to tell you something happened at the fall. That the man that God created in glory bequeathed and sold humanity to another. And in that moment, that person became a strong man. Are you with me this morning? Are you sure you're still in church? And everything that person has, he now has it legitimately. It is the fall that made sickness possible. Hear me. We are sharing secrets for your victory here. It is the fall that made sickness possible. What that means is, if I go to the doctor and they took my blood and they found a parasite, let's say they found malaria parasite, it is true that what is causing that ailment is a parasite called plasmodium, right? But it is the fall that made it possible. That means behind what is causing it is what is responsible for it. I want you to see this so that you will see that you can either deal with the parasite or you can deal with what is responsible for it. Oh yes, we've done the screen. We've seen the test results. We can now confirm that the tubes are blocked. That's fine. The tubes are blocked. There is something that is responsible for that. Oh, you've done this. There's been a lot of additions and this and this and infections and PID and all those things that you doctors tell us. Amen. Amen. But something made it possible. Are you, are you with me now? So when people say, oh, oh um, not every sickness is demonic. Please follow me. That statement in itself is correct. Hello? Picture it this way. I don't want anybody to do this. Let me do it myself. I am the strong man. Hello. You guys are not feeling me. By now, someone should have been sending me dollars. <laughs> so, I am the strong man, right? I have the liberty to choose how I want to execute the fall. Do you understand? I can use a falling parasite. I can use a falling virus. I can use a falling bacteria with or without demons but I am still the one behind it. Can you see it now? Yeah. So that if you are casting out demons, demons you say, I'm not there. I am not there. But if you can bind and overtake the strong man, 
Do you understand it? So, God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with, he went about doing good and he was healing all who were, whether it was virus, whether it was bacteria, whether it was depression, whether it was mental, whether it was psychological. Behind it was a strong man and the anointing was able to deal with it. Can, can you see it now? Genesis chapter 1 and verse 14, the Bible tells us that God made the sun, the moons, he made lights in the firmament. And he gave them a purpose. He says, you will tell signs. You will tell seasons. You will dictate days. You will dictate, dictate years. Something happened after the fall. These guys had another propensity. Psalms 121. Psalms 121 and verse 6. I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, the one who makes the heavens and the earth. Have they given us verse 6? Can you just help me put your hand on the strings a bit? It says, No, the sun shall not strike you. You diversion, you know, say smite. This is the New King James. It says, The sun shall not strike you. Question What is in the sun? That can strike. Nor the moon by night. What is in the moon that can strike? Except from the fact that there are esoteric partnerships that leverage the power of the sun and the moon to afflict people. There are, there are, there are documented books that some, some sicknesses only happen at night. Some symptoms only come at night. We, we are the ones plotting graph to it. We call it rhythms. Rhythms of this. But it was not so in the beginning. I said it was not so in the beginning. It shall preserve your soul even forevermore. My help. Ah, let's stay with the word. Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53, because there's communion service, and I'm sure the royals don't want us to, <laughs> to eat into their time. Boy, what a time we had at the royal service last week Sunday. This whole place was a big mess. This place was cut. We almost broke the TV, broke the drums, broke the cameras. Someone say, where are people fighting? <laughs> Ooh, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. He's saying in these end times where there a lot of things going around, you must, you must be confident that but you. Help me turn to your neighbor say, but you. Turn to the other one say, but you. It might be happening everywhere else, but you. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4 and verse 5 is a scripture I know you know very well. I know you know it because we, it is one of the most crystal clear messianic prophecies. Begins really from verse 1, but I just want to read verse 4 and 5 because of our time. I said today's teaching easily could be a session in School of Prophets 706. Surely, he has borne our griefs. He has carried our sorrows. Yet, we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. Verse 4. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised 
for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Is that in your Bible? But Matthew tells us something very strange in Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. Please, I want you to follow closely this morning. Follow closely what the Lord is saying to us. He's saying that if I do these things by the finger of God, then you know that the kingdom of God has come upon you. Can you see what Matthew is telling us? In Matthew chapter 8. In, not Matthew 28. I didn't say Matthew 28. Matthew 8. Matthew is telling us, evening came. They brought many to him. We were demon possessed. They brought the sick. They brought all of them. He cast out the spirits with a word and he healed all who were sick. Okay? Thank you, Matthew. He didn't stop there. See what he says in verse 17. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying he himself took our infirmities and he bore our sicknesses. Matthew, I thought this meant that he meant to die first. So while he's alive, if he does these healings by the power of God, the kingdom of God has come upon you. But he's saying that what secures victory for you, the child of God, that you don't just come upon this strong man, but you can overtake this strong man. He said there is another thing that must happen. The son of righteousness shall arise. Somebody is seeing it now. Arise. Arise. They thought the son was dead. They thought the son was buried. Or something happens. That is the basis for the exemption that you and I will enjoy in these end times. So that when there is the next pandemic, but you, you, do, you don't get it. When there is the next recession, but you. When there is the next wave of mental health issues, the thing is just as if something is spraying in the air because something is spraying in the air. But you. I said, but you. I said, but you. You that fear the Lord, you that know his word, you that hold on to his name, but you, the son of righteousness, he will arise with healing in his wings. And then you can go out. Ah, you don't understand. You don't need a lockdown. You can go out. You can go out. You can go boldly. You can go confidently. Boy, how do we land this plane? Because there is no time. Or somebody must see it. I am telling you that you and I will need to move from the kingdom being upon you to the kingdom being within you. When the kingdom is upon you, you can come upon the strong man. When the kingdom is within you, you can overtake the strong man. Do you, are you seeing it now? 2 Corinthians chapter 12. No, let's, let's not go there. You know, I was reading a book, very old book, very old book, written by Smith Wigglesworth. 
old book. Somebody say old book. He was a very powerful healing evangelist for those who may not know him. And he said every time he met someone who could not receive their healing in a service, every time, he said there was something constant to all the people who could not receive their healing. Please pay attention. This is intelligence. Do you, do you want to know what was common? He said, every time, without exception, every time I, you know, powerful service, the dead have risen, the lame have walking. The, I said walking. <laughs> the blind have seen. The cripple running out of skelter. But they are just those who could not receive their healing. He said there was, there was a commonality to all of them. Do you know what is common to all of them? Uh, that is too statistically significant for us not to be interested in. He said, he, he, come on to all this. Now, if you know him, he was not someone very, very educated. So for him to have observed it enough to sound like a scientist. He said something common to all of them was that they had found in scriptures a word that explained why they were not supposed to be healed. And they always talked about three scriptures. He said, many times they knew the two. They didn't know the third one. But Paul had a thorn in his flesh. Was their number one word. Their number two word was that Paul told Timothy to take a little wine for his ulcer. Number two. So if Paul is telling Timothy, who am I to be healed? Then number three reason. He said that one, he didn't meet anybody who knew who it was or where it was. But they just knew that Paul said he was living somewhere and he left somebody sick. So, I went to look for it. Can I show you? Can I show you that one? Second uh-huh. Timothy chapter 4 and verse 20. Second Timothy chapter 4 and verse 20. It says, Erastus stayed in Corinth, but Trophimus I have left in... How do you see all these big words? Miletus, Miletus, or Miletus. Ah, you guys didn't see what I did there. You didn't see it. You didn't, only people, <laughs> you didn't see it. No, only, okay, some people saw it. Miletus, you saw it. You saw it, my brother. We left him there sick. They had scriptures for why they should not be healed. But they didn't have scriptures for why they should be healed. Let me show you why. One thing that must happen this month, beginning this morning, is that you must contend. The kingdom has come upon glory to God. That's why Matthew has the audacity to say that Jesus is alive and Isaiah is fulfilled. He has not even died yet. So what, what, what could happen after his death? Let me show you a story. Second Kings, Second Kings. Boy, oh boy. Royals, Royals, you know you are now my people. Hello. <laughs> you know how much I love you guys because we have the communion service. And I'm supposed to minister to someone, someone that's stroke in your family, stroke. Your dad has had a heart attack, your mom. You've heard, you've read somehow. If that person is in this service, I want to pray for you. There's stroke in your family, I want to pray for you. And some of the words that came yesterday at the Healing Springs, there's a tendency for blindness, you know, and it's a bit scary. 
or you've, you've needed a, a stick, assistive mobility, you know, please let's seal it at the service today. Service today. Ruach Elohim. Are you there? Second Kings chapter 13 is in your Bible. I want to read you a verse that you may never have read before. Or you may have never have paid attention to. Second Kings chapter 13, verse 14. Second Kings chapter 13, verse 14. This is the great man of God who carried a double portion of the anointing that Elijah carried. And listen to what this verse says. Elisha had become sick with the illness of which he would die. That is a worrisome scripture. Elisha. Elisha. No. Elisha. And there's something really deep happens, which is not our focus for today. So let's just jump to verse 20. Let's jump to verse 20. Elisha's encounter with Joash, very deep. We, we might touch it someday. It says, Elisha died. He was buried. Groups of Moabite traders used to invade the land each spring. It was annual oppression. Boy, anybody ever known annual oppression before? When I was a young, young boy, I think I was around 6, 7, in the Four Square Church. We would fast, Four Square Church, fasting is every January. I just knew I was sick every January. Every, it, 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 you, you know when you know it's, it is coming, so you are ready. I was prepared for it. I didn't know better until the Lord brought an end to that affliction. It says once when some Israelites were burying a man, they saw the band of raiders and they hastily threw the corpse into the tomb of the wrong person, Elisha, and they fled. It says as soon as the dead body, you know, it didn't matter whether that death was from accident, whether it was cancer, whether it was, this is what I want the child. Don't calculate how God will heal it. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a tailor that means, I'm saying he has, he has spare parts. Are you following this morning? Don't calculate, oh, this person, they've, they've, they've lost weight a lot. Before we met the anointing. Now we've met the anointing. See, I am telling you that the anointing restores. The anointing renews. Don't start calculating for him. I don't know if this, this, this dead person had an accident before dying, but he, he got up. This is not in scripture, but I'm trying to picture what is going on now. You know, there, there is a band of raiders coming. The people that are burying you through you. Now, you, you've recently come back from the dead. And you now see band of raiders. I'm sure you, he gave them that look of, do you know where I'm coming from? Have you died before? <laughs> and those ones to just excuse themselves while they continue their running. This, this is my point. Follow me. There was something on Elijah. Elisha, pardon me. There was something on Elisha that was not in Elisha that permitted Elisha to be sick enough to die and just before you query that thing, that thing is still working in his death. That it heals people. But it was not in him. So Jesus says, if I do these things by the finger of God, you know that the kingdom of God has come what? Upon you. But that's not the, that's not the target. Because if he comes upon you, you will lay hands, you will do amazing services. But there will be, there will be something in you. In you. So he says, the son of righteousness will arise. Boy, can you see it? 
He's saying after resurrection, there is an energy that will not just be upon my sons and my daughters. It will be within them. It is a life force. It will be within them. Out of them, it will begin to radiate from within them. Somebody say from within them. Malachi chapter 4, we just have to find a way to tie this up. Malachi chapter 4, let me read verse 2 and verse 3 again. It says, but for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings and you will go free. It says you will go free. Come on, KICC, I'm speaking by prophecy to you. You will go free. You will go free. Free from that symptom, free from that pain, free from that doctor's appointment. You will go free. It says leaping with joy, you will have vitality. Like the cows let out to pasture. It says on the day when I act, you will tread upon the wicked. As if they were dust under your feet, says the Lord of heaven's armies. So what happens? What happens? Luke 17. Luke 17. Resurrection made it possible for the kingdom upon to become the kingdom within. The devil has lost. Over your life, he has lost. Over your family, he has lost. Over your children, he has lost. Oh, but PD, I'm not married yet. I say he has lost over your children. You better say your amen well. But I don't even know who I'm going to get married to yet. Over your husband, he has lost. I don't even know who she's going to be. Over your wife, he has lost. In the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 17 verse 20. Let's tie this up. Let's tie this up. It says, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God shall come. Can you see this is a conversation about the kingdom? Hmm. The kingdom of God comes not with observation. It's not going to be visible, tangible, measurable signs. Verse 21. Can we read verse 20 in another version? Can you give us another one? One day the Pharisees asked Jesus, When will the kingdom of God come? Jesus replied, The kingdom of God can't be detected by visible signs. Verse 21. It says one day. Can you take us to the beginning of 21? Is this it? Is this the beginning of 21? Neither shall they say, Lo, here or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. Can we read verse 24 and verse 25? The kingdom of God is within you. Verse 24 and 25. For as the lightning, aha. Uh-huh. Can you see that he's not he's not talking conversation of the sun now? Hello. Can you see it? Can you see what Jesus is doing? For as the lightning that lights out the one part under heaven shines onto the other part under heaven. What lightning is he talking about here? Which of the great lights is he talking about here? The sun. So shall also the sun. Jesus is beautiful, though, sincerely. Can you see the poetic beauty? Something happens to the sun, S-U-N. 
so shall also the S-O-N be in his day. He said, but first, he's telling them, the kingdom will not come within. But first, it must suffer many things. It must be rejected of this generation. It will die that death, that shameful death. It will be whipped and flogged and embarrassed. But something is going to happen that the son of righteousness shall arise. It will arise. Some other versions of Malachi 4 says it will beam. It will beam like waves. And that's in my visions, sincerely. That's what I see happening in the month of November. It's going to be beams of life, of Zoe from your inside. It's going to flow to your generations. It's going to flow to your children. Some of you, the only reason why you will not be able to send your testimony is because you've not gone for a genetic test. If you have a before and after, I am telling you after what you've heard today, your genes have changed. Someone says it's easy for him to say that because you won't test it. Well, those genes don't just chill. They produce something. I'm telling you this something they should have produced will no longer be produced. In the name of Jesus. Why? Because the son of righteousness, he will arise with healing in his wings. And while we have seen a demonstration of his power, healings of sicknesses, casting out of devils, the kingdom coming upon, now that he is alive, now that he has taken death vanquished, now that he has taken the keys, he has taken the keys, he has taken the keys, not only can we come upon this strong man, now we can overtake this strong man. The son of righteousness arising with healing in his wings. Hear me? He's in the room this morning. I said he's in the room this morning. He's in the room this morning. If you are trusting him for healing in your body, you are trusting him for healing in your body, you are trusting him for healing in your mind, you know that you are not 100%. You know, you know, you know in your family there is that stroke. In that family there is just this association with disease or like me from way back your own is an annual annual oppression the same period of every year you just know it's coming say this my migraine you know this my diabetes the sugar is usually controlled but towards this month every year you know it just doesn't it, it just does its own thing i am telling you it is true that it might not be demonic but there is a strong man behind it. And there is victory in the room this morning. I said there is victory in the room this morning. Come on, do you believe there is victory in the room this morning? As we partake of his body and as we partake of the blood together. I said there is victory in the room this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, if you can, just rise on your feet. And let's release our faith together. And trust him to move mightily in our midst. To change genes. To create new vessels. To create new organs, to create new tissues, to heal mightily. Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim. With your power, with your glory, no sickness returning. Ruach Elohim, 
Spirit of the Lord. Ruach Elohim. You are the Spirit, Spirit of the Lord. Hey! Ruach Elohim. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we partake of the table, we do this in remembrance of that precious covenant, the blood that was broken, the body that was broken for us and the blood that was shed for our victory. Now, not only can we come upon the strong man, but we can overtake. We have victory. Father, we drink on this first Sunday of November and we eat in covenant obedience for victory and to victory i don't know who it is who your own is weakness weakness and now you are seeing from god's word that the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings he says you will leap you will leap not that you will wobble you will leap that weakness is not for you that mental fog it is not for you do you believe it i say it is not for you vitality is your portion in christ life is your portion in christ victory is your portion in christ do you believe it so father we partake of the table these are not just bread or wafers this is not just wine this is the blood of jesus leads to wholeness in jesus name we are prayed ushers please help us Thank you, sir. Hey, Ruach Elohim, 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 Elohim. Ruach Elohim. Hey, hey. In another five minutes. Feel this place. Feel this room. Feel this place. Feel my life. Feel my life. With your glory, yeah. Ruach, 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 Spirit, Spirit of the Lord. Spirit, 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 Spirit of the Lord. Spirit, Spirit of the Lord, Spirit of the Lord. Ah, the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings, and you shall go forth rejoicing with strength, with vitality. Fill this room, fill this room, fill this room. Repa Keladosia Pay. Yay! Come on, begin to pray. If you have a language, a prayer language, just open your mouth and begin to pray. Let it rise from within you. From within you, let it rise. Ole Kanaye no see. Hey, I kill it on the other. Hey, I call for palace on the Hey, I got a belosa. Hey, I capale. Hey, I capale. Hey, I capale. Macra for sipale cone. He a can drop a loss. He a maleke. He a crambeisu yavele. Be a calenosia belle. Care for soli and a macore de. Hey, I can't ever make a lebracotiage. 
is here now hear me hear me it is in medicine that we stage conditions we tell you if we cut it early hear me the anointing never staged the condition the anointed one never took history oh for how long when where how <clears throat> out in the name of jesus and if there is no demon attached to it is the fall that made it possible so when I say out, if it's not a demon, maybe it's a, a group of bacteria going out. Or maybe it's just a group of viruses. But strangers will hear my voice. Oh, you don't understand? They will hear my voice. A stranger is the one who shouldn't legitimately be there. Unless my father planted you there at the beginning. If you were not there when he said, let there be. When he formed me and created me, you are the stranger I am speaking of. He said, those strangers, they will hear my voice. They will flee from their hiding places. Whatever pouch they have created, whatever cysts they have created, whatever coverings they have created, whatever aberrations in your body, in your soul, right now on that is the anointing of the Holy Ghost, which is very heavily present here. Right now we command strangers to flee. I said we command strangers to flee. We command strangers to flee. What you're about to eat is not wafers. You can buy a box anywhere. This one carries power. Because we've prayed. This one, this is not just wine. You're drinking blood. The blood of the new covenant. But if you are here, especially those who may be watching online, and you've not made Jesus the Lord of your life, please don't be in a hurry to join us in the covenant activity. It is for only those who are washed by the blood. Those who have confessed Jesus. And just before you think, well, they don't even want us to join them. No, no, no. He's inviting you. He's saying, be a part of my family first. And right now, where you are, right now, you can still join us. If you will say this prayer with me, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. Thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for taking my place in the grave. Thank you because... You, the son of righteousness, you arose from the dead and you've made victory possible for me. I say yes to your will. I say yes to your way. I say yes to your life. I declare I'm brand new in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Now I want you to join us boldly, 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 boldly. If there's anyone, I know I have to be careful. Now I have to be more careful. Because something like this happened last week Sunday. I said, we're just going to round the service up. You know, we'll just pray and just lay hands on a few people and we'll close. Over one hour after, we were still there. Hello. Hello. So maybe what we should do today. Is there anybody here who 
that word was for you or if the person is online even better there's a family history of stroke a family history of stroke it's not really bothered you because you are not at that age but I want you to know you'll get to that age and it will not bother you it will not show up ever again alright let's just eat let's allow the, the Lord do his work but if you are here and any of those things concern you and you want me to pray with you I will do that gladly if not let's eat together Let's drink together. Let's drink together. I'll give you 30 seconds. Just pray in the language of the Holy Ghost. Speak. Speak to your body. The kingdom is within you. Is within you. Is within you. Speak. 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 Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Don't be quiet. Don't be silent in this moment. You've partaken of his body. You've partaken of his blood. Let his power flow through you. You carries away. You carries away. You carries away. There is a radiance, a brilliance of life, not just upon you, but from within you. Out of your belly. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Come on, make it count, make it count. 30 more seconds, make it count, make it count. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Oh, yeah. hey. Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and verse 6. Hebrews 13, 5 and verse 6. As we bring the service to a close this morning. Are you glad you came to church today? Are you sure you're glad you came to church today? Hebrews 13, 5 and verse 6. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Verse 6. So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is my helper. He has said, he has born. He has born it. He said he has taken it away. By his stripes I am healed. Therefore, I can boldly say, there is no room for sickness in my body. Can you see, what it, can you see how it works? There is what he has said. And there is what I must boldly say. Do you understand it? Do you understand it? Do you understand it? So can I pray for you this month? Can I pray for you for November? Can you give us verse 6 in the Amplified? We make miracle work, promise keeper, lying in the darkness, my God. It says in verse 6, so we may take comfort and we're encouraged and we can confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. You, you don't get that? There is no emergency here. There is no emergency in my house. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Come on, just raise your right hands. Raise your right hands wherever you are. Father, in the name of Jesus. I need a powerful amen. Father, in the name of Jesus. I want them to hear you at the CN Tower. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, over the lives of your children, beginning in the month of November, we bring an end to every form of oppression from the pit of hell. Every oppression of their body, oppression of their mind, everything stealing their peace. We decree that you come to an end today. In the name of Jesus, I speak over your life, no emergencies, no emergencies, no emergencies, no alarm, no emergencies, no alarm, no emergencies, no alarms, no emergency, no alarms, no emergencies, no alarms, no emergencies, no alarms, in the name of Jesus. says I will boldly say the Lord is my helper the Lord is my helper the Lord is my helper who is helping you in the month of November who is helping you to complete the year 2022 who is shielding you from the impact of the interest rates who is the one giving you your inheritance who 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 is going to speak for you at that next interview who they said you're not in for a promotion yet. But who is the person moving your file? Who? Who? They've written you off and they said we don't know if this is possible again. But somebody is speaking in your favor. Who is speaking? Who is your helper? The Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will boldly say, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. Come on, 30 more seconds. The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. I want those of us who believe this month of November, I am marvelously helped. I'm going to ask you two more times. Who is the one helping you? This is your life. It's not, it's not really adding up. We expect things to, you know, progress. But what we are seeing in your life is astronomical, exponential testimonies. How are you doing it? Who is helping you? Who is your helper? Come on, those who will return in November with testimonies of marvelous help. I want you to jam those hands together. Give the Lord a big shout. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you are a champion. God bless you.